just want to talk about the state of affairs in MMA right now in terms of what's happening with these money fights and what's happening with what actually should be going down in terms of match um, match selections and in, in, um, in terms of who's getting the title shots and who's not getting the title shots sort of thing and what kind of fights the champions should be actually taking because I'm seeing a lot of champions particularly in the welterweight division not pointing any fingers but people like Tyron Woodley he just just seems to me like he isn't really with it he's not with the program right now like the fact that he's he's trying to call out Nate Diaz and he's just trying to build his name up he's just trying to get to that point but he's getting a big name uh, out of things but he's not realizing that why in the hell would Nate Diaz take a fight like that against him when he knows that Nate's not going to get paid the kind of money that he should be getting paid or he is expecting to get paid if he's expecting I mean Nate's let's face it Nate, Nate is not coming back for anything less than what he was paid last time against Conor McGregor and rightfully so because they say as McGregor's paychecks go up his pay packet sorry uh, his worth goes up then his pay keeps going up each fight so the fact that he got paid all that amount against Mayweather in his last outing like when he's going to fight in anything whether it's boxing or MMA he's going to have to get paid something significant do you know what I mean? I'm not saying the UFC are going to actually pay him $100 million for a fight, but, I mean, they could probably afford it, to be honest, because when he fights, that many people... Do you know what I mean? Etc, etc. So, point being, I mean, Nate... Nate... Why is Nate going to go back and fucking make less than he made last time? Connor doesn't go back and make less. You see what I'm saying? You see, you see the logic? And it's like... People like Woodley are expecting like Nate to fucking fight, and uh, that would be a great fight in my opinion. But I mean, it would do numbers, but all the numbers it would do would be because of Nate. I mean, the only person bringing bums to seats to that fight is Nate. Tyron Woodley, you'd struggle to find enough Tyron Tyron Woodley fans to even fill up a stadium in Missouri, and I think he's scared to actually fight in Missouri because the actual he's talking about big fights and he's talking about being a champion that's legendary status and he's building he's building up that legendary roster of big names he's taken out I mean he's doing the right thing calling out someone like Nate Diaz but he needs to be more realistic he still needs to take out contenders around him before he gets to that point where like a Nate Diaz or, or well not really Nate Diaz because he's not really a proper welterweight he's only fought in welterweight a few times but other legendary names can be Tyron Woodley's next logical fight however at the moment he's not at that point where he can do that kind of thing and call those kind of shots he's nowhere near it in my opinion and uh, because it does come down to performances and it does come down to the kind of people you're 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 putting away, do you know what I mean? The kind of people you're beating. Nothing against people like Wonderboy Thompson and Damian Maya, but it's just there's lots of younger guys there who are ready to go, like right now. 
Um, and just to, to say the least, fucking Kobe Covington, like he's ready to go right now. Coben is ready to go right now. Um, um, he's trained with Tyron before. I mean, he knows his style. Tyron knows his style. That'd be a great matchup. So, Tyron wants a massive fight. There's a massive fight for you right there. Go fight. Go fight Kobe. Which will be a huge fight because everybody hates Kobe Covington right now. I mean, the fuck, everyone will watch that fight just because they want to watch Kobe lose. So, end of the day, Tyron gets everything he wants from this fight. He wants, he wants, uh, he wants fans on his side. He'd get the fans on his side after this fight. And uh, if he wins, then he could take those new fans, and then he can go and challenge for a super fight. So yeah, Tyron could take that fight against Colby, which is a logical fight for me. Um, it brings numbers, um, it brings uh, a heated rivalry, so a chance for Tyron to really show that he's a true champion. And I mean, he's already showed he's a true champion, but like to do all these things that he's saying he wants to do, he could achieve quite a lot of those from fighting a guy like uh, Covington, um, simply just because of the numbers it will bring like it won't bring obviously it's not going to bring millions but a lot of people will watch that fight because they want to watch colby lose and i think more people will actually watch that fight than a usual tyron woodley fight because of that and they'll actually be rooting for tyron woodley to win the fight um so that's the kind of that's the kind of fight that he should be looking for instead of fight, trying to look for a Nate Diaz fight, which is not a realistic fight right now because the UFC are not going to give Nate Diaz what he should be getting paid. So why should he take that kind of fight? But it would be a good fight in my opinion. Um, Nate's got the reach. I think he's got the the boxing advantage, the stand up advantage there. Uh, power advantage obviously goes to Tyron Woodley wrestling advantage I mean if it goes to the ground um, uh, Nate Diaz is dangerous off his back he can control the situation but Tyron's no slouch with his wrestling approach so it'd be a great great fight I mean they've both got grit I think Nate Diaz late in the fight would just would, uh, would TKO Tyron Woodley would freeze him with his stand up and his uh, precision constant punching um, but yeah that would be a good fight but that's what I just wanted to talk about right now about what's going on uh, in in the state of affairs with the champions um, taking taking fights they shouldn't really take in my opinion. Um, Bisping was doing that for a while there, but now now he's sort of changed his tune and he's trying to get back to that sort of level because um, he's just lost a fight to GSP. It's I understand people want to just get money fights to build their name quicker because it's all about money at the end of the day. But see if you're at that level and you've got a belt, um, you might as well try and build your legacy by defending it as many times against as many challengers. Do that and you'll cement your legacy anyway. I mean, fuck the money fights because the next day after the big money fight, everybody forgets about you. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you lose. So do it for your legacy. Do it for your... Uh, do it for your legend status. Do it for your body of work that people can acknowledge and people can remember for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you already reached champion status. I mean, come on, just cement your legacy now. Don't I mean, don't don't be holding up and just looking for crazy, unrealistic money fights all the time. I, there's a time. There's, there's a time. It's all about timing. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
You can't just always be an opportunist. That's just the way I see it. Sometimes, the way the cards are laid out on the table, you know what I mean? You just have to go with it. Whatever comes your way. Uh, a little bit of give and take. But yeah, that's just that's all I wanted to really talk about right now. Really quickly, that's just what was on my mind. I just wanted to get it out. Um, but yeah, I'll be back with some more. He actually went for a footlock and I just got on top of him and passed. Went to cycle, so. He went for a footlock? He went for a footlock, yeah. Like, a, he went for a footlock, I'm saying. Like, he went to rip the foot right off. And then, because that silly stuff doesn't work anymore. So I just got straight way back on top of him. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? And then I knew, like, see when you know, like, right? As soon as he grabs something, now he's going to try and snap it. So that's what I was like, well, I'm going to snap you too, mate. And I get a hard off, you know what I mean? That's the thing, man. If you show it back... That's what I'm going to do now. Well, that was the last That was the last time where I go a wee bit light against that guy. Because five minutes I went really hard, and the last five minutes I went a bit lighter. That's the last time. He's not getting that ever again. Because he's shown that if you give him an inch, he just starts... He starts trying to TKO you and all that shit. So I'm not... I'm not giving him <laughs> <that> <laughs> TKO you. He actually does. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu rolling, man. It's crazy, man. He's going like, sorry, sorry, after and like, Why are you saying so? Why do it? And then say sorry. Like, one of the times was like a fucking ancient fucking kung fu, you know, like when they got the <laughs> skulls of like Kenya and they, they do the headbutt thing. That's what he done to me, man. And I felt like he fucking cracked my skull. I was like, fucking hell. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Are you alright? You alright? I'm like, aye, I'm alright, but my head's really, really painful. I'm like, fucking hell, man. My neck and all because he's his fucking head and all it's like he just comes out like that you know what i mean like, he's like a big bull he's like a big bull man just fucking coming on yeah he's like a fucking bull man and it's like he's like oh, i'm sorry sorry are you all right you're right why are you saying sorry sorry when you're like fucking charging in like that you meant that i know yeah. 100 you meant just because he's frustrated because he can't do anything he can't get his game off on you so he's just spazzing out and trying to Fucking getting all value too, though, man. So many digits. <laughs> oh shit! Like some people are like that. I've still got steam coming out of my body. You know, I used to teach in Enzo's gym. You and this other guy. I went, yeah, yeah that was ages ago. And he went, aye, because I remember I was wanting to come down. Enzo and that were saying to me like they've got some excellent coaches and. So to take advantage of it, come in and train as much as possible. Yeah. That's what he's telling me. Uh, Enzo's a sound guy, like... Because he was saying to me, uh, Enzo was telling me that you and your bra are making a lot of positive changes in that gym. Maji turned around and snaked them. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact thing that you always talk about. Never bring somebody in and pay them. Because that's what he done with Maji, brought them in and paid them. And it was a whole thing where you're getting paid... Still, Maji fucked him over. Yeah, that's exactly what happens, though. And he paid Maji a lot of money as well, by the way. Oh, no, he could barely even pay his rent. He paid Maji to fuck him in the ass, by the way. <laughs> he paid to get fucked over. I'll tell you what, by the way. That's the thing about fight, martial arts. Seen a real fight. Enzo would butter fuck out of Maji, by the way. He would. See, one day we went into the gym. <laughs> see, Big Ross, he was acting like he's a fucking superstar or something. You know what Enzo done? He came in. And see, Enzo, he was pure fucking stressed out and all because he'd been up all night. Yeah, he'd not been able to pay his rent and all that kind of stuff. He in the chippy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm sleeping in the chippy. I'm like, you know what you've done? He went, like, Ross came in. He went, I mean, Ross is fighting in the weekend round. You know what Enzo done? He went, you know as you could tell that day, he just couldn't be arsed with any kind of shite. He went, like, right, Ross, let's go. Let's do some rounds and all. 
And I swear to God, he put on gloves and shin pads and that, mate. He turned back the clock to 1982 or something like that. I started doing all this mad kickboxing shit, spinning back fists and all that, like <laughs> kicks, like axe kicks and all that. See, Ben Ross, by the way, he did not have a fucking clue. He did not know where anything was coming from. Coming from. And see, after, I went up to Enzo, I went like, uh, so, so, like, <laughs> I went like, um, I walked up to him and I went, Enzo, I went, you've got a fucking a lot left in you, by the way, for an old guy. Yeah. You've got a lot, because, uh, and he was going, ah, oh, this, and I went, mate, he's fucking a young guy, you know, you completely schooled him there, and all that. You don't even, you barely train, and all that. Yeah. Like, you completely, seen striking, and all that, and He's not bad, eh? shit, no, no. He's just a weird guy that goes in and gives up, and all that, but he's not shit, by the way. He's not shit. Yeah, he just goes in, and, uh, that's a shame. But it's good he started his gym up again. That's really good. I and actually like the guy. I was, no, I, I like him as well. Because he's sound. No, he's a sound guy. Guys like that should be allowed to open, have gyms and all because he's not doing it to screw anybody over. Do you he's know what I mean? He's not doing it to make money. He's doing it because he, he loves it. Yeah, yeah. So you people talk, say he's a cowboy and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he really cares about it and that kind of stuff. So people like that should be allowed to do it because that's what the martial arts is all about. Because he's not screwing anybody over and he treats everybody with respect. Do you know what I mean? He's not a bad guy. He's not a guy that if he says he's going to do something, he doesn't do it. No, he actually he's he's actually a man of his word as well. He's a sound guy and he never done anything wrong and he's been screwed over really badly. So it just goes to show you, man. Like there's no. There's not a lot of loyalty in this game, but it is. It should be all about loyalty. You should be that loyal. That fat Nicky and all, like that fat Jamie Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> they were fat. Over ah, they were all fat fucking losers, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like he helps people like that, and and, and but that's what happens. That happens in this game. It's a weird one. That that Alex Cal, uh, that Bruce Lee Roy, he's fighting in Shanghai. You see Shanghai? It's a good, uh, event to put him on Ho hopefully he wins that man. That'd be good. That that. UFC Shanghai. That's gonna be shit hot. People see that as like a small event and no one cares and like oh, there's not a lot of promotion on it. This and that, not a lot of money. I don't give a flying fuck about that. It's in Shanghai. It's in fucking China. That's cool as fuck. What about the events in Glasgow? They're almost laughable. They're like that much of a joke. Yeah. Like nobody's there that's in the actual UFCs. Nobody's there. It's all these the weird most... guys in the weigh-ins. All yeah. these weird guy officials, refs. It's got the, the actual refs, but that's about it. Yeah, Bruce Lee, Roy. Uh, Bruce Lee is fighting a, a newcomer from China. Wang Wan. Fucking a UFC fight night 122. That's why one of these, see one of these unknown guys can make their names on these fight nights now because they go up against a guy with a bit of a name. Yeah. And they're unknown. Yeah. And if they do anything, they've made their name. Do you think Bruce Leroy is an entertaining fighter? Yes. Do you like watching him fight? Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I like watching him fight. I think he's good. I think he's entertaining. What the fuck? Yeah. I think he's an entertaining fighter. I think he's good. But he's another guy that the fans hate because he's. Well, it seems like it. I just don't really like that guy. The fans only like who the UFC build up. Yeah, that's a shame. There's no people that are like, I like his style because he fights like this, or I like that guy because he uses more of these techniques, or I like that woman because Wang she fights Wan. more like this. Yeah. 
it's, it's who they build up and publicize and advertise and market. Yeah, because there's lots of good women fighters who no one gives a fuck about. There's millions of men fighters that people don't even know about. Yeah. They're right up the, there, they could go on and wipe people out right now in the top 10 in the UFC. There's millions of guys that are kicking about. Oh, look, Darren Till done it to Donald Cerrone. All over the he world. He got his chance. All over the world in gyms, there's people who are going to, you're going to see them in the next couple of years. You know what I mean? I think, see, MMA is changing from a young man's sport to more of a 26 to 38. Mm. That see your prime and mixed martial arts, in my opinion, is twenty six to, to thirty eight. Yeah. It's changing from see younger. It's not. It's not necessary competing younger. You know why? Because you're more susceptible to injuries. You. Yeah. You can't train as hard. You know what I mean? You're applying too much wear and tear on the body. See, when you're older, a wee bit, and you reach more of your prime, you're stronger. Your core's more stronger. I think that's what now the future of MMA is going to be more of that. There's not going to be like young, there's going to be young guys that are really skillful, but they're not going to be fighting at that level till later. Yeah. Because it's too physically taxing on the body. People are going to realize that soon. These big gyms are because we, we realized that a long time ago. A lot of people are going to realize it. It's actually very taxing on the body. We've That's already, true. We've already saw the transition from guys with 30 fights, 25 fights, 40 fights, and we've saw the transition to come right down to people now with only six fights, seven fights. Ten fights. Yeah, who are there? Who are there? Right, in the UFC. right there. That's the transition because it's too physically taxing on the body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know it's a shame. Like guys like Graham Turner here in Scotland had a lot of fights, but wore himself out. Yeah. Had too many fights. You know what I mean? It's just it's not necessary. It's getting the right few fights for the right fights. No point having thirty fights against unknowns. Nah. Because a guy like Joe Lozon, he done that in the UFC, and now he's completely won it, but at least his whole career was in the UFC. It's the same as Nathan Lott. They had all their fights in the UFC. In the UFC, so they're, they're, they're worn, their body's worn and torn over the years of competing at a high level, but at least it was at the highest level. Do you know what I mean? Not at, the, at a low level, you shouldn't be pure wearing and tearing your body to that point. But when you get your chance, you're going to be broken down. So this Chase Sherman guy, he's also fighting on that card in Shanghai, China against Shamil Abdurakhimov, some Russian guy, I think. There's a lot of fights on that card. Calvin Gastelum, Bisping. Who do you think is going to win out of that? Uh, I don't know. I think that Gastelum's a bit of a breaker if the other guy is good and has got a lot of heart. He's good, Gaslam's really good, but I've got a feeling Bisping's going to beat him over five rounds. Yeah, if Gaslam can't finish him in the first round, I don't think, I think Bisping will just use his experience and his veteran, like, you know what I mean, that prowess he's got. See what Ward Yeah, 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 he just held on for the end of the first round and then he just, second round he came back and just took him out. broke because that wee guy's like, I'm the new thing, I'm going to come and just wipe him out. No, you need to actually beat him. He's yeah. go through the old line, he can't. He's not going to just lie down for you. And when it came down to it, Weidman had more heart. Gastelum's therefore got that the ability to do it, but he needs to, he needs to, uh, when he gets to that barrier point now where a guy's not basically quitting. not quitting and not breaking, he needs to be able to keep going and keep pushing. And, and, uh, and just because he can't finish in the end of the first, he needs to be able to keep going all the way to the end if need be. Do you know what I mean? That's what gets you to that championship level. It's not just... Oh, if the guy survives, then oh, I'm screwed. Like no. now I'm on the back foot. No, man, you need to be able to keep fucking going. Look at Nick and Nick. Nick never lost any uh, 
any um, momentum in fights when guys were almost knocked out and they survived the round. He'd go back to the corner, come out the next round, same thing again. Yep. You know what I mean? He, yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't be like, oh, I'm tired now. And I almost finished him and he got away with it. No, yeah, no, fucked he, up. He'd regroup and just start picking him off again. You know what I mean? Exactly. Whereas guys like Gaslam, I feel like he's more like, oh, I almost finished him. I almost he goes back to the corner like, oh shit, now I'm going to need to break him down again, you know what I mean? Yeah, but... So it's going to be, I think, I think probably Bisping might come out on top either because he just fought the other week and he's not hotter that from that fight. He got choked out, it's not that bad. Uh, he never took much damage. He he done more damage to GSB, like with those elbows. And Gaslam's that. a better wrestler, but, but Bisping's is uh, very underestimated when it comes to grappling, MMA grappling, yeah. wrestling, yeah. getting back to the feet, yeah. protecting himself underneath and all. He's very underrated. So I don't see Gaslam being able to do much. No, if Bisping can keep it standing, especially. Better striking, he's got better conditioning. Oh. More heart. He can push, yeah, he's got a lot of heart. Yeah, so he's got bags of heart, he'll fight all five rounds. Gaslam's a, he's, he's in for it a wee bit because, I don't know, man. And Bisping's just fought the other week, so he's just been in there and he'll go back in. And you always perform better when you perform, you see when you perform like, uh, compete like two times and really close together. If you don't do so well in the first one, your second one's always better. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, when it's close together like that. Because he's not had that much time to go and rest and have to do like another camp and all that kind of stuff he's basically just going back in with another couple of weeks of training just going back in there he's doing a smart thing because at this point in his career not... yeah at this point in his career he can do that kind of thing where he he's a, his body's fight. seasoned to that pressure yeah where he, he can, can go in there one fight and jump right back into a title picture yeah definitely if he beats Gastelum he's right back in the picture immediately he could maybe even have a rematch with GSP if GSP sticks around but I don't think people would probably pay to watch it. I would. I said it was a good fight. But uh, yeah. Fucking. Uh, 